This is the Youth Perspective. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Thanks so much for tuning in. And, of course, I want to send a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year to you and yours. And thank you so much for joining us on this special edition of the Youth Perspective. It's the holiday season, ladies and gentlemen. It is my favorite, favorite time of the year. And I'm excited to be able to share this wonderful show with you. Sit back, relax. Uh, and if you know you and your family got the matching pajamas, yeah, I'm telling you, put those on right now because uh, we're going to have ourselves a great show. I want to start off with this quote uh, as we get into things. Uh, Let us have music for Christmas. Sound the trumpet of joy and rebirth. Let each of us try with a song in our hearts to bring peace to men on earth. That one was written by Mildred L. Jarrell. And of course, as I said, it's our holiday special. And this show is the Christmas special with Legacy. All right. Of course, it's going to be a wonderful time. You want to find out more about it. Pastor Rosemary Bethel is going to join us right after the break. Keep it exactly where you've got it. It's our holiday special, Christmas with Legacy. We'll be right back with much more from Touch It Up. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Happy Waiting for Santa 
Of course, we're back to the Youth Perspective, this special edition, holiday edition. We thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for locking in and being a part of it. And as I said before, we have joining us on the line for this wonderful show, Pastor Rosemary Bethel. Great uh, morning, afternoon, or evening, depending where you're listening to the show. We thank you so much for joining us on this show. It's so great to be here. Mm-hmm. It's so great to have you. And, uh, you know, I, I had this idea for this show when I was thinking about, you know, who I could bring on. And, uh, you know, just when I thought about this year and, and just really wanting to have a show that where we really get to talk about gratitude, where we really get to thought, you know, talk about thankfulness for making it right to December, to making it to the end of the year. I said, you know, Pastor Rosemary is, is a wonderful person that, you know, we could really have this wonderful conversation um, because, you know, many people have, have faced a lot of things this year and uh, a lot of people can't find anything to be thankful for. They can't find anything to be grateful for. Um, but as a, as a mother, as a pastor, as a worshiper, uh, you understand more than a lot of persons, um, you know, just that spirit of gratitude and just that spirit of just thankfulness to be here today. Absolutely. You know, it's been a, a difficult year, but uh, one of the things I've learned um, throughout life and, and definitely as a worshiper that part of the journey of worship is finding the good, the God in every situation. Mm. Wow, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, for persons the persons who, who might have seen, uh, you know, you, you've spoken in so many different uh, forms, but they, they know little about you. Uh, um, tell us a little bit about uh, Pastor Rosemary and just who you are and, and what you're all about. Certainly. I am a apostolic leader. I have to say that because mm. if they come and visit um, Legacy Church, they cannot expect a regular church experience. Right. Um, I lead a very young congregation. Actually, we uh, have a lot of millennials in our church, which is an absolute privilege to lead um, the next generation. And even when I say that, Kesh, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like the older generation we used to talk about, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in that crew now. Like, I'm a spiritual mother um, to a lot of um, great and upcoming and even, you know, well-to-be-celebrated giants in, in their own right. At the moment, I'm a worshiper. Um, I love music. I am a psalmist, and I, I can't even say I'm, I'm a, um, uh, a musical in the sense of playing an instrument because I do play the guitar. But I'm so I, oh, I, wow. I leave it for so long that you know I feel like every time I get back to it, it's like starting over. Right. Um, and I'm a mom, and that's my favorite thing to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Micah Bethel. Uh, There's a lot more to say, but you know, uh, I'm growing and learning and becoming. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I I wanted to get you on as we have this Christmas with Legacy, and uh, we're going to talk about a few uh, different things. But, you know, normally during this holiday season uh, here in the Bahamas is really synonymous uh, with Junkanoo. Um, you know, really synonymous with some other things. Um, you know, I am a big proponent 
a fruitcake. All right, I'm a fruitcake person. <laughs> <laughs> Not the rum cake, the fruitcake. Okay. No, there's the, the fruitcake. You know, whole of fruit, whole of fruit, just, but plenty nuts, right? And yeah. plenty and plenty cake, right? And I'm an eggnog <laughs> person and stuff like that. Um, and you know, a few weeks of the show, you know, I talked about um different cultures and and what they do um during this holiday season. Um, tell us what what it was like for you growing up. Um, and and what is what are your fond memories uh during the holiday season? What what did you you guys do? So I had two different cultural experiences growing up. There was um, growing up in Dominican Republic until I was 10 years old, and that involved a lot of festivities. Um, mm-hmm. And Carolyn, which we used to call Parranda, um, I lived in the country, and so we used to, um, you know, beat the, the, I can't even say pavement because there was no streets. It, wow. was, it was dirt roads. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and we go from house to house, um, singing with all the instruments and, um, then we'd sit, uh, we had a drink. It's not just eggnog, which we did have eggnog, but we had jengibre and it was almost like, um, like a ginger tea mm-hmm. and that was uh, famous during Christmas. Um, so that was, uh, fun. I remember being a kid, you know, and you're like the child going in between the legs as the the adults are singing and stuff. Mm. Um, and it's very, very much a family, um, oriented culture. In New Jersey, where I grew up, uh, later from 10 years old to, you know, my 20s, um, we still had a very strong Latin community. And so we didn't miss too much of what I grew up with other than the Carolyn part of it. We didn't so much do the paranda because you know, that'd be crazy in the streets of New Jersey with tamboras and, right. and guidas and all of that Latin noise, you yeah, know? Yeah. But <laughs> we still partied. I was telling some of my church people, like, um, Dominicans would throw a party in a room that can only fit 10 people, and wow. they will have 20 people dancing in the room, everybody's sweating. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was all about festivities and yes. then the families of course yes. um dinners and and all of that mm-hmm. now, i'm a yeah. big i'm a big snow person you, you got a lot of snow in jersey oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. plenty <laughs> snow in jersey if, if it's not cold <laughs> if it's not cold is it really you know the holidays is it really, really christmas <laughs> <laughs> you know if it's hot that was a transition from yeah. from being well you know before the bahamas i was in florida mm. so that was a transition from being in jersey to coming down to florida and then it's like uh how do you feel christmas if it's not, if you don't have to put on your coat and scarf right. and hat and everything else before you go out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now you touched you touched on something uh, uh, very important that, that you definitely want to focus on uh, during this next segment. Uh, you know, family. I think for a lot of persons has really became um, a focal point and really came into focus for a lot of persons uh, where it might have not been so much um, last year, or rather when you know we really got into the the beginning aspects of COVID nineteen. Um, and so, tell me how how has the year been for you? Um, you know, dealing with like everybody else, you know, Zoom calls. Like everybody became professional um, at using Zoom this year and using other teleconferencing apps. Uh, how has that process been for you and your family? Man, you know, so uh, I'm always, I've always been a techie, but I am an extrovert, and so mm-hmm. I like um, 
being around people and I get energy from being around people. It was definitely an adjustment and I had to um, really make sure that I kept myself in a good mental space because I, I had to spend a whole lot of time alone, especially when it was like lockdown, boom. Yeah. And, um, you know, me and my, and my daughter were here. We spent up, it was good for us. We, we did a whole lot of silly things and spent time watching movies and doing all of that. Uh, but in the times where she wasn't here, it was just me by myself. The, the biggest adjustment with our church, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I, I get why God, uh, made sure to say, don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together. There's yes. something in the in-person meeting that you can't capture over Zoom. Yeah, but no, we did no. make the adjustment, and mm-hmm. we had to, you know, make it as, as uh, feasible as possible. Mm-hmm. As far as my immediate family, I've been away from my family for about 20 years. The mm-hmm. difficulty this year is that I would, you know, usually for the last few years, I fly up to Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, during Christmas or right after and spend some time with them and, you know, can't do it this year. So right. we will have to um, zoom in or call in and, and connect that way. Mm-hmm. That, I miss the cold. Yeah. I, I miss flying. <laughs> I miss flying as well. <laughs> but you, you, you touched on something interesting, um, you know, just talking about that, that duality um, between the in-person and social media, Zoom, live stream aspect. Um, and I think that, um, you know, the, the pandemic really caused a lot of uh, churches to shift um, and to really, and so really now what we're seeing at this time of the year is where, um, in person and live stream is, is, is like on par now. And so you're, you're having a lot of persons who either would come into the sanctuary or they're watching you on live stream. And so it has really helped. I think much more so churches like yourself where, you know, they, your membership is more uh, computer savvy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're, they're more, they were more willing to, you know, jump on the social media platforms. But now, since we're able to kind of go back in, you have this nice duality for those persons who still may not be as, you know, s- you know, so secure about um, coming back into uh, gatherings per se. Yeah, and you want to give them that option. You know, I want people mm-hmm. to feel safe and, and not to um, have anxiety around or the pressure of, like, the guilt of mm-hmm. you're less of a Christian if you don't come in, in the church right. walls. Like, you know, we're, we're beyond that. Mm-hmm. I think one, one of the things that 2020 did, even going back to what you were talking about, family, and um, bringing us into what really matters. Yes. I think it, it reduced us to the point that we had to look at what are the core values that I that I have. And family um, is one of those. Um, I, 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 we prayed into family this morning, right? We have our prayer meeting at 6 a.m. over Zoom mm-hmm. with our community. And, and I feel like the, the family was the genius of God. Mm. Right? Because it is the, the system that works where everything else may break down. Wow. It is the family that works. He puts the solitary in family. Mm. And even when we have a real pure concept of what the church is supposed to be, it is a family that becomes an army, mm-hmm. right? Um, that, that fights the wars to advance the kingdom mm. and not necessarily 
an institution or just a place that we go to. It is a family supposed to be built on relationships and relational. And, you know, we do have, um, as a community, we have the more um, technologically savvy people. And one of the things that happened for us is Mm -hmm. when we took um, Bible study out of the building because we had to, we have more people on Zoom that were actually showing up to Bible study. Wow, wow. wow. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I don't even know if at least during, you know, Tuesday night, if we are going back to the building, yeah. um, even when we, you know, can freely go, uh, because we have more attendance online. Yeah. So, now, yeah. I... I... <laughs> I got to say that I, I kind of, I kind of, I enjoy going in, uh, for Bible study, but I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. there's something special about doing it over Zoom. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, I'm, 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 you know, working with my son and making sure he's good. And then, you know, I'm over there cooking and stuff like that. I'm like, hey, man, boss, yeah, you preach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over there mopping the floor and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's comfortable. Like, I don't have to get dressed up, especially, you know, we've been having these these cold fronts now, and so I don't have to, right, right. you know, so it, it's good. But, <laughs> um, you know, normally, you know, during this time of the year, uh, we, we oftentimes, we talk about, you know, the, uh, the kind of, you know, the commercialism, uh, the commercialization of this holiday season. Um, but I don't know from your vantage point, which you have seen, I've, I've not really seen as much of that this year. Of course, there's been little things here and there. Um, but I think that uh, persons are, uh, focused on other things, uh, this holiday season. I, I think that, uh, um, the whole year has really shifted, um, persons, uh, perspective. Um, and I think that they're more so focused on, you know, just being thankful for the day. Uh, that we're in, and yeah, I think is I haven't seen the commercialization <laughs> of the holiday as much, right? Mm-hmm. Because of course, with with COVID, there was so much loss, mm-hmm. um, financially, economically, uh, but also there are people that are um, coping with the loss of loved ones and mm-hmm. and are in, a, in that space of mourning. Yeah. At, the, at the moment, you know, and, and some of the loss, um, I've had friends that have lost uh, loved ones, and part of the difficulty of this kind of loss is that they didn't get a final goodbye. You know, they mm-hmm. some people died in hospital, and and you didn't know who was going to make it and who wasn't. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it, it just got real. Yeah. I think it got real, you know, when the scripture says that, Tomorrow's not promised to any man. Um, and I, I think all of that became a reality. So there, there is a, a level of what I sense. It's a level of sobriety around this holiday season. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. And, uh, you know, I, I, I definitely wanted to make sure that uh, the show definitely had a, a positive tone to it. Uh, because yeah. I think persons have, you know, they have went through uh, a lot. And, I, and I've been, you know, encouraging persons to um, look forward to a brighter day because uh, mm-hmm. we know that um, in everything. And even as you go through the Bible, you would see um, that you won't be in one season forever. All right. And and things change and, and things get better. And so, you know, we want to encourage persons out there listening to us. Uh, we know that persons normally um, outside of the pandemic have 
things that they deal with during the holiday season. Yeah. But uh, we want to definitely encourage persons to continue to look toward the Almighty because he has been the one who has kept us through uh, all of these months. And I know some persons listening to us uh, can look back on this year and, and they are not even quite sure how they made it through. But I can tell you, because it was God who was on your side and he never left you and he never forsaked you. And that's really how we could attribute making it to this part of the year um, in the way in which we did. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? There is this balance even in that, like um, of, of acknowledging the grief, but also this year has meant so much for so many people in terms of opportunities. Um, there has been great, things it wasn't all bad you know like it wasn't all gloom and doom and all of that and um even as a leader like you you want to be able to reach to the ones that are hurting but not allow the ones that are celebrating to feel like they have to dumb it down or dim it down Mm -hmm. um because man if you're in a place of like shifting point was a yes. was a launching pad for me um was full of opportunities and celebrate that and celebrate that with great exuberance yes. and for those that are, are going through a difficult moment i think the the cornerstone of our faith is that there is a hope that lies in every situation right yes. we are never without hope and that hope uh, anchors us in the right space which is that we are anchored in the most holy place. That means that we are hoped, uh, anchored in eternal realities, even as we're going through the passing seasons of life, right? So we are always expecting what is on the other side because we know that we serve a good God, and he's so good that he turns um, ashes into beauty. He turns mourning into joy, and even when the enemy of our soul who forgot that he has been defeated uh, and has already been paraded in a parade of triumph for us, right, and his defeat, when the enemy comes in or attempts to attack, then we have a God that uses what the enemy tried to do for evil and turns it around for our good. So it doesn't matter. That's why we can be crazy uh, people and praise and shout and, and, and just exalt the Lord no matter what we're going through because at the end of the day, God is good and all will be good. Hallelujah. Wow. I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was good right there. <laughs> and, you know, as we get ready to uh, wrap up and, you know, the time, the time really, uh, it goes by so quickly. Um, is there any, um, closing comments that you want to leave? Um, uh, before I, before I be do the closing comments for persons who want to follow you, they, they want to follow, uh, Legacy Church. They want to find out more about your movement and what you're doing. How can they do so? So, um, we, you can follow us, of course, on, um, Facebook Legacy Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a page on there. You can, um, follow me. On Facebook, you got to spell my name correctly. It's R-O-S-M-E-R-Y because I'm a Latina. Rosemary Bessel. Uh, um, and you can check in at uh, LegacyChurchGlobal.com. And there will be a, a link for you to um, send in uh, requests for information, etc. Um, so, yeah. 
And so before we uh, we let you go and uh, you get off to the things that you have to do today, um, is there any closing comments you want to leave with the listening audience? Yes, certainly. Listen, um, God is up to something. We have seen that he has been in, in the works uh, in the midst of everything we've been through in this season. Um, but I do believe that there is a posture and that there is a positioning that we need to enter into this season. Whatever may come and whatever it may be, let prayer and worship be the vehicle that um, that that leads you into this next season. So however you have to rearrange your schedule, uh, spend time with God, spend time with prayer, pray, pray into your plans. And we know that um, there is power in our praise. It wins wars. So send Judah first. Send send your praises uh, to meet you in the in this next season. And of course, keep hope alive and have a future focus. Um, do not get distracted and do not believe that this thing is not going to pass. Begin to dream again yes. and let hope arise on the inside of you. Loving it, loving it. Thank you so much uh, for joining us and taking the time out to uh, speak with our listening audience. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a special edition of The Youth Perspective, a Christmas with Legacy. And, of course, Pastor Rosemary Bethel joined us this morning uh, or this afternoon or this evening when you're listening to the show on The Youth Perspective. Thank you so much for joining us, Pastor, and we look forward to speaking with you again It was my pleasure. All right, indeed. Give it exactly what you've got, ladies and gentlemen. Much more is on the way for you. This is a special edition of The Youth Perspective. Make sure that you be safe out there and make sure you continue to enjoy your holiday season. I leave you with this quote from Pope Francis. God never gives someone a gift they are not capable of receiving. If he gives us the gift of Christmas, it is because we all have the ability to understand and receive it. Have an incredible Christmas. Have a tremendous new year for all of us here at The Youth Perspective. We thank you so much for tuning in all year long, and we look forward to continuing to serve you in the new year. Have an amazing and awesome day. This is The Youth Perspective with Cashigan Jamal. Thank you.